Happy New Year's, everybody. Uh, welcome to episode four of the Wicked Podcast. I'm one half of the group. I go by Brundy. I go by Castro. And today, uh, you know, we got a you know short, you know, couple topics for y'all that we want to touch on today. You know, uh, starting with a Pro Bowl and All Star voting. You know, something we wanted to touch on. And hopefully, you know, you all find it interesting as we do so uh let's get right into it so you're gonna yeah you want you want to do it yeah so first thing i'm just going to just say a straight off rip as far as the pro bowl okay this is just straight off rip it's trash okay it's not entertaining it's horrible placement in the schedule. It's just trash. Off rip. Just want to put that out there. Now you can, you know. I uh, think, I think, you know, I, I agree. It is horrible placement. I mean, it's, it's, it's different with football. Because football and basketball, football is a more, a brutal game than, than basketball. Correct. You know, so it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's really hard to get the guys to go out there and give it their all in an all-star game. The last real all, like Pro Bowl I really saw somebody go hard in was, you know, R.I.P. Sean Taylor when he hit the punter. That's the first time I've ever seen somebody really just, you know, he, he looked like he was in playoff form. But, I mean, I just, I, don't, I mean, I can say moving it to the end of the season would be better. You might have guys play a little bit harder since they have a longer off season to recuperate after that game, and they can look at it as one time at field to just, you know, show the, you know, show the world how much hard work they put in. I mean, oh, I mean, I, yeah. They, they, I just, I just think it, it's it's hard to get people to watch it because they they did have it in Hawaii, and it was like, oh, I got voted to the Pro Bowl. I get this trip to Hawaii, you know, I get to play basically an all-star game with all the all the other homies around the league, you know. But when it comes down to it, is that nobody really watches it, yo. Nobody really watches it. And you try, it's hard not to compare it to, like, the other all-star games around, like, the NBA all-star game and then uh, Major League Baseball all-star game. Major League Baseball added the playoff implications to whatever conference wins. They get, like, home field advantage or something like that in the World Series or some shit like that. NBA doesn't really have any, you know, implications like that, but... Well, but, like, what... I mean, the NBA All-Star game is okay. They don't play no defense, but they always pick it up in the fourth quarter. Which is well, what like, you what? get. Yeah, exactly. So, but like, I don't know what football would. I don't know what the I, NFL. I, I don't, could I don't think they can add that because NFL yeah. only benefits. The only beneficial thing that they can do is that put in at the end of the season, and so that those players that like are the top vote getters will actually the play people, in the game. Yeah, the people that everybody really want to so see. So, like, like Lamar. I think Lamar is the top vote getter this year. I think, but if. Baltimore makes it to the playoffs and he won't be in it. I mean not makes the playoff makes the Super Bowl, he won't play in the game. 
So it's like the best the guy that everybody wants to see won't even be in the game. And I think that's what hurts it, you know? Because if... Cause it, yeah, I agree. Because there's not like an all-star game. You don't go, oh, LeBron, KD aren't going to play in the, the all-star game because whatever reason, you know? Yeah, it would really be fun to watch if like Giannis, KD, and, and Luka play. and all of them, like they yeah. don't play in it because... They in the playoffs. They in the playoffs. <laughs> you know. Now you got. Now you got to watch guys that are pretty decent, but they're not you those. Got Charlie guys. down the block all of a sudden in an All Star game. You know. Oh, sure. so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think the only thing that the NFL could probably do is just move it at the end of the season. Try it. What do they got to lose? Nobody watches this oh. shit already. Hey, hold on, bro. I'll take that back. Man, the NFL almost got predicting players a, a sign bonus if they win. Yeah, they can they can they, they can afford something. it. They can, yeah, they can they can afford that, bro. Something you know, or have one conference, um, each of the each of the sides, the money goes to charity. So whoever wins, they get a lump sum or some shit to charity. To that could that could work too. Their side, you know. That that could work too. So just something. They not, the main thing is they need to seize. Yeah. They need to put it at the end of the season because yeah. it's it does no justice for real in the in the in the midst of everything. It doesn't. There's no. There's. It doesn't help anything. Like the Pro Bowl is scheduled for. I don't even know when it is this year. Like the date. It's usually like in February, like mid. So, like I don't. I don't see it. I don't know. We'll see, but I just think they, the NFL needs to start thinking about how can they make it better, make an overall better experience, you know, and make people want to watch it. Exactly, because it's like you can't just like, they can't scrap the Pro Bowl because it's, it's been in tradition for too long. Right, yeah, exactly. So the only thing they can really do is try to find a way to fix it, make it better. Like the like even the skills competition isn't what it used to be. Like it's is not even, even fun to televise anymore. Yeah, it's on NFL Network. I think. Oh well, there you go. You know, it's not even like it used to be. I remember used to like people used to really tune in for the skills competition and watch the quarterbacks duke it out, and do the obstacle course, and the receivers yeah, do it. That NFL 2K game back in the day have it like in the game. Yep. Like it was part of the game. Like now they don't even add it in the oh, game. So <laughs> it's, times know. have changed. Yeah, I just think it's <clears throat> it's hard. Like like you said, football is a is a contact sport. You know, it's very brutal and aggressive so it's hard to like get those guys to pad up for something that doesn't mean anything you know especially exactly especially after a long 16 game season yeah and then you know if, if, and then I'm thinking it's like it sucks about putting it at the end of the season too like the negative is that like if you're someone like Lamar who's makes it all the way to the Super Bowl 
wins the Super Bowl, played 16 plus close to 19 games this year, you know, to then play another game. Granted, he'll probably only play like a couple downs Snaps, and shit, you yeah. know, but he might he might play a look like two series. That's about it. Yeah. So maybe maybe you expand the roster a little bit on the Pro Bowl so that people can get interchanged out more to you know lessen the injury chances. But. It's going to be hard, but like I said, I hope they figure something out. Because I would like to want to watch it, you know? It's yeah, it's yeah. one thing to watch it I, just because it's something on TV, you know, the last, you know, I mean, football it's like, or whatever. It, it's, like, it's like who doesn't like a good all-star game? You get to watch your favorite game. Guys who might never, ever be on the same team in real life or anything. Sure. Team. Like, you might want to see Tom Brady throw the ball to uh, Julio Jones. You know what I mean? Like, you might actually want to see that. But I don't know. I, I do think they, the, the first step to change is to move it from the middle of the, where, it, like, where it moves to the end of the season. Yeah, because it's it, right before the Super Bowl, right? It's exa- like a week. Exactly. That's so, terrible. Yeah, that's not... It's not. It's not good. I don't even play the Pro Bowl in Madden when it comes up on the schedule. Just simulate this shit. All right, let's get to the Super Bowl. So, the speaking of All Star, um, I think last week the NBA All Star voting started. I don't know if you got a chance to see who's who's leading. You know, as far as the vote get, I think it's Luca and Giannis on each side for one of the sides. Um, the main thing I want to focus on is that, like, Giannis and Luca both deserve to be number one right now as far as vote get is. No, no issue with that, you know? The issue mm-hmm. that I have yeah. is <clears throat> you have... Alex Caruso from the Lakers having more votes than Devin Booker on the Phoenix Suns. Mainly because of the, the fan voting. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's so a popularity do, do thing. You, I mean, are, are you okay? Do you have any issues with the fans doing the, the voting for the NBA All Star Game because of you have shit like this happening. I don't have an issue with it because at the end of the day, it's a key word in what you said. It's fan voting, so that means the fan. Most of the fans don't really uh, go by the skill set. It's more of a trending popularity thing. Like Caruso can play, but Caruso's not better than Devin Booker. You know what I mean? But at the same time, he's he's popular right now. He's playing good. He's on the team with the second best record in the league. Right. He's, you know, he's a, plus he's a he's a meme. You know. Yeah. You know. He's he, like, the internet loves him. You exactly. Know? Like he's out here dunking the ball on people, fast break, hitting threes. You know, playing. He's you know he's 
he's that he's he's a spark in a sense for the Lakers. He's 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 like in a sense it's almost like uh when Jeremy Lin had that little run. I'm not trying to compare him to Jeremy Lin, but Jeremy yes, it's, came, the, it's the same movement. Yeah, he yeah. came he came, had some good games, boom, Lin Sanity. Now it's yeah. like Caruso's had a few good games, now Caruso can play. It's just, you know, it's I don't have a problem with it. It'd be different if the all-star voting was up to the players. Now, let's say if uh, LeBron and Giannis was picking teams again and their last two picks was between Booker and Caruso and Caruso got picked over Book, <laughs> then, yeah, then I'd be like, you know what? Now, nah, this is a joke. <laughs> this is a this is a joke. But, I mean, as long as, long as they clarify what it is, they say it's fans. Are they fan, doing the draft? Thing. They might, they might. I think they got a lot of ratings off that last year, so they're probably. I think the only thing they'll have to do is just televise it. Yeah, they'll do it again. It'll be on. It'll be on TNT again. Yeah. They're gonna televise. They made too much money off of that not to do again. I did my voting. Did my I haven't voting. got a chance to do my voting yet. I did my voting, you know, I. Uh, it was hard. It was difficult. You know, but I got voted for Melo. Definitely all-star okay. game worthy, you know. Uh, LeBron, Paul George, Luca, Harden, because I just had no choice, whatever. <laughs> and the other side, I voted for Derrick Rose. That was the he should, Yeah, he should make it. I'm happy for D-Rose, man. D-Rose have been through so much. All them knee injuries, man. Finally He's playing amazing. Yeah, he's yeah he's not like his old self, but he's 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 effective. He's good. He's back to being a very very good player, a person you can't sleep on. He ain't a joke no more. I, I remember it hurt. He kept getting hurt, and I started to see people who started to turn D Rose. It started to become a joke. You know, he started to become like a laughing stock. Like, you know, don't buy them Adidas shoes. You are gonna get hurt like D Rose. You know what I mean? Like all the memes. So. See him be able to bounce back and and not only like to play good but actually help the Pistons win games. That's that's big. That's good for him. I'm happy for Derrick Rose. I yeah. think he should make All Star. I think he def. I think he should win Most Improved too. Oh, 100%. no, 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 no. He should win Comeback Player of the Year. He should win Comeback yeah. Player of the Year. Well, isn't he? he is he starting for? I think trip? he is. I, I think he starts. I think he starts. Because he, I uh, think he could be six, six man if he doesn't start. Too. Yeah, if he's off the, he basically he should win one of these awards. If he doesn't win a single award this season, I don't know what the NBA is doing. Yeah, I, don't, I, mean, I, I disagree that with the All Star game is in Chicago. It's really important for him to get voted. Yeah, that'll be such <laughs> a beautiful scene. It'll be such a it'll be such a beautiful scene, bro. If he gets picked to be in the All Star game in Chicago. Yeah, just the the standing ovation that he would get from the Bulls fans. Oh, man, he's gonna cry. I know he is, but oh, that's gonna probably be big. probably is going to. You know, yeah, that that'll be big for him. I hope that I hope they do that. That'll be even, like man. Even if he gets hurt, I feel like they should still still vote him in. Still, still vote him. Still vote him in, man. Still vote him in. Do the right thing, man. About a little over a month until the game, so. You know, I don't let's see. 
I think he was, last time I checked when I did my voting, he was very closer near the top as far as the guards to get voted in. It's like the first two, the first three, like top three that get voted in. So, yeah, so that was the only thing. I didn't know. It's weird. Like, I just wouldn't want someone that's not deserving. Because, you know, we go through this every year that those players, oh, they got all-star snubbed. You know? Yeah. And this, and it's, it's crazy, you know? But there really isn't that much voting being done, like, for the most part. Like, as far as the front court for the East on the All-Star, once you get past five, like, the top five, the rest of it doesn't matter. Talking about the bag-ups? No, I'm just saying, like, the the top five vote-getters right now in the front court on the East is Giannis, Embiid, uh, Pascal, Jimmy Butler, and Tatum. All of those guys deserve it. Yeah, and then you know who's number six? Taku Fall. Uh, T. So, (laughs) (laughs) that's... Okay, but see, I think this is where... I think the fans... Well, no, no, no. If they do the draft, the guys will pick the draft players. But then the fans will pick the bench. Am I correct? I mean, no. I thought, I thought, like the peop- the fans are voting for the pool that they would draft from. Okay, if that's the case, there's no way Taco Fall should be. If he's in the the now, nah, if they allow, if they, I don't think they'll allow it. But if they allow Taco Fall to be in the the pool, I feel like then it's then it's gonna become a joke because there's no way. Taco Fall should be in the in the All Star thing. He only plays like five minutes a game. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no way he should be in the pool. Like if I ever see Taco Fall name in there, I might not even support it. I might just stop watching the NBA for the whole season because it's a joke. Then it'd be a joke. You know what I mean? So nah, don't do that. Like I like Caruso, but Caruso shouldn't be in the pool of players. Caruso picked. is is the eighth eighth vote getter on the West for guards. See, see, that's the guard. See, I see. I don't, I don't. Do I think Caruso should make All Star? He has more votes than Devin Booker and Morant. I mean, but that, I mean that could also be because he's on the Lakers too, though. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like you know, what I mean, if if you put uh, if I put Devin Booker on the Lakers, he might be you know top five vote getter. Yeah, but you know, the same top time, ten. You got like. <clears throat> Like Curry is number four, and how many games he has he hasn't, played this year? Yeah, he hasn't even played. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, a boy Melo, top eight on the front court. You know, we working. So like the the NBA All Star game. I mean, the picking for the most part, they usually get the picks right. The only thing I have about the NBA is the the All Star weekend. I don't think. I mean, the three-point competition is cool. Three-point, I mean, three-point, I have no problem with because it's, yeah, it's just always it's, guaranteed shooters. Exactly. <laughs> but, 
the the skills competition. You know, it's cool. It's the cool. little the, the little I think, event. I, I think they should try to change the course up. I mean, it's getting to the point they, now. Yeah. You get okay, white weave around these guys. Bounce. Yeah, back. it's it's like the same. Yeah, it's yeah. the same course every year. <laughs> you know, they need to do something, switch it up every year, make it a little difficult. You know, but I mean, I don't know the dunk contest. I, don't I think, think the, the dunk contest is the the main the main attraction attraction slash issue with the All Star game All Star weekend as far as NBA. I mean, but it's hard though because it's, it's like it's, not, it's, it's only so many dunks. Well, that's yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And when the, yeah, the yeah. problem is with when you run out of the dunks, they people are forced to be creative. So then you have the weird extra shit that happens. Yeah, exactly. Which can come off as cornyish, you know. But and it's also the people that get selected to do. Yeah, the, that, do now that. if certain people did it, the ratings would be through the roof. But the thing I think is, a lot of people want people like Russell Westbrook to do it. They want people. They like, want the star shit. They want to see like Russell Westbrook versus. LeBron versus uh, uh, Zion, Zion Williamson and like but Levine. I, I don't think, except for Zach Levine, like I don't think people understand. Like it's a difference between being a highlight dunker and a game dunker. You dig what I'm saying? Like yeah. don't get me wrong, game dunkers can make highlight dunks. Like Kelly Oubre, Kelly Oubre is a game dunker, but if, if he catch you on a late rotation. He'll dunk on you bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, like LeBron is a, if he catch you, you know, on a late rotation, he'll dunk on your seven footer. You know, they make highlight dunks, but it's a difference between being a, 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 a highlight dunker, I mean, in game dunker, and a guy that's just like a Derrick Jones, a Zach Levine, a Jason Richardson. You know what I mean? A guy's that's. Guys that got real bounce but got creativity. Like Zach Levine, he he did basic dunks, but he's so he's he's just a highlight reel. He he jumps so high, he's gliding to the rim. The windmills he's doing, Gerald he's flush. Same thing. Gerald Green, you know what I mean? He, he, guys like that, like Zach Levine, Gerald Green, all them guys. Yeah, them the guys that need to be in the dunk contest. But I think the problem is. A lot of people want to see people like Zion, but like LeBron, you know what I mean? But them guys, yeah, they can hard. They can jump, but LeBron ain't finna get up there and one leg windmill from down near the free throw line. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like Zion, he got plenty bounce. Like, you know, I, now I don't doubt it. Like Zion probably can get up there and he might be able to do two windmills in the air, two spins. You know, he might, he might. But the but, thing is, the one thing, and even one, the one thing that the NBA will get by like getting Zion to agree to do it is you'll pull the stars out a little bit to do it. Exactly. Like you'll you have the chance to pull like Levine back into it, or um, Gordon. You know, you have a chance to pull them back into it. You know, because of Zion. I just, I don't, I don't, it's running, it's hard because like you said, it's not any more dunks to do, right? Exactly. And I understand 
you can Google, you can look up highlight tapes for all these other people not in the league doing dunks and all this shit. But it's not that easy. Them, them dunks, you don't see the 150 times that they go to practice to try to get that one dunk mastered for the video. You know? Exactly. These guys in the dunk contest, they got two tries. And then they get a 10-point score. You know? They don't have all this time to pull out all these freak dunks. And what happens in the dunk contest? The dunk contest, when the dunk gets happens, right? And the one that goes everybody go crazy for, the interviewer asks him, have you done that one before? No, nah, I just came up with that now. I said, just, man, just, the, it's just, it's, it's not, I don't know. With the dunk contest, is, it's hard to revitalize it. It's not that many dunks. I mean, yeah, you got guys that can do the same dunk. They might can make it look a little better, but it's still the same dunks. You know, you, unless you get guys that's got, like, out, outrageous bounce, it ain't going to be interesting anymore. I think they need to replace the dunk contest with something like maybe like a king of the court or maybe a three-on-three tournament. You, you get three of the best guys in the East, three of the best guys in the West, and they play for a million dollars apiece. They play for three million dollars, you know, tournament style. You get like three teams in the East, three teams in the West. Let them play three-on-three to 11. The last team standing, you know, they get the three mil. You know, something like that would be interesting. The three-point contest will never, ever, ever die out. Because it's always going to be shooters, yo. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's, be yeah, it's, it's too many <laughs> shooters in the league. And you want to know shoot, who's the best? Who's the best shooter? Like, you know, I want to see if, if Clay can shoot better than Steph. I want to see if Steph shoot better than than KD. You know, I think KD going to join in one year. See Kevin Durant in the three-point contest. Him, James Harden, Steph Curry, Devin Booker, Clay Thompson, uh... I'm trying to think of another. I'm trying to think of another great shooter. Uh, I mean, Melo's a great shooter, but I don't think Melo will be a three-point contest. He's more of a game shooter, like uh, Beal, Bradley Beal, Bradley. Uh, well, he works, I guess. Yeah, he works. He yeah, he he's more of a game guy too. Like when I look like Trey Young, I love to see Trey Young in a three. When I think of yeah, like, three-point contest, Trey yeah. I, yeah, that, like when I think of guys that play, they should be in the three point contest. I'm talking about guys that are like Kyle Corver, great shooters, like guys that just when they wake up, no warm up, they can go out there and get ten threes in a row right off the rip. Type them the yeah. shooters that need to be in the three point competition. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think Corver's in it. Corver, Curry, and Clay are like, and Booker are like always in it. They're like JJ Reddy. Yeah, you know, somebody, yeah, guys that can really shoot the ball. Like they should put them guys in the, them the guys they need to be in the three point contest. Yeah. So we'll I, the three point contest is what I in the last like I would say three or four years is what I've looked forward to the most. You know, the names haven't really brought me to like watch a dunk contest. I watch it, you know, but it doesn't. Really the only time the only time names have ever. Dunk contest, it's like the year Zach, definitely the year Zach Levine was in it because like, I, I just had to see what he could do. I, I definitely would watch it if Derrick Jones did. Derrick Jones has ridiculous bounce. Like he, he, he could probably do a three or seven twenty if he truly tried to. But I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I just didn't need to get rid of the dunk contest because I mean the. 
it's only so many times Zach Levine and them guys can do it, and none of these other guys, like, like let's be honest, if if not Zach Levine, if not Derrick Jones, if not Gerald Green, who uh, Zion, maybe Andrew Wiggins, somebody who could jump. Uh, who else got real bounce in the league? Yeah, but all those names, they're like, it's it's hard because like they they would pull each other out to want to do it. You know? Exactly. So it's hard because, like, you got to get at least one or two of them to agree in order to get the rest of them to do exactly. it. Exactly. And Zach Levine probably ain't going to do it no more because he's done it. I think he's done it twice. You know, Derrick Jones has done it. Uh, Gerald Green's done it. Yeah. I don't even think, I don't even think Gerald Green's in the league right now. So he definitely ain't going to do it. Um, I don't know. It's just, I think it's just, I don't think it can be saved. I don't know. Maybe in the next few years, there's going to be some guys that's going to be super athletic that can revitalize it. But right now, I think the dunk contest is a dying thing. That They need to just, like, scrap it, find something else. Because All-Star Weekend, I mean, All-Star Weekend is never going to die down because you got the celebrity game, skills competition. You got that little three-on-three competition where you get, like, the old-school player and the NBA player and the WNBA player yeah. together. And yeah. you got the skills, the three. I mean, it'll never really, like, die out. You it's, know always I mean? gonna, it's always going to be – it's always going to be a must-watch as far as exactly. the whole weekend for it. Um, but there are – pieces of it that are less entertaining than the others. Exactly. And they could be fixed by, like you said, replacing certain events or just little, and especially the participants getting put back into it, you know. So it's all about selecting the right people for it. If you select the right people and they perform bad, then that's not really on the NBA. You know, so exactly. As far as this All Star topic, um, let's get Melo into that that All Star game. He should definitely be in there. Let's do it. And Melo and Derrick Rose are my two that like I'm hope make it. Really, nothing else really matters. As far as (laughs) all the superstars are gonna make it, so I'm not really worried. But I think if if uh, if Melo can keep this up and there's no drop off, he continues to play the game the right way. He they always say Melo be hurting his team. He ain't hurt. He not hurting the team. If he can keep this up, there's no reason why Melo shouldn't be in the uh, in the All Star game. I don't see a reason why he shouldn't be. I, believe, I can't. I believe in episode one I said that Melo. On New Year's Day, he was going to have his best game against the Knicks in the Garden, and that's what he did. He did. He did. It just so happened that they lost. But he played good. He played great. He played great. And just a side note, I think the reception that he got while he was in the Garden and the love that he, you know, they had the Snapchat, I think it was a Snapchat filter with the statue or some Mm -hmm. some shit like that. Um, I think that leaves the door open for a Knicks return at the end of the season because of that reception. But that's a topic for another, you know, 
once we get closer to the end of the season in the NBA. But right now, there is a sport that it is at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. The, the, the NFL. NFL playoffs. Um, when we were um, doing this right now, this episode, day one of the NFL playoffs has been completed with um, setting up the second round, the divisional round for the AFC with the Tennessee Titans versus the Baltimore Ravens, Houston Texans versus Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, <clears throat> getting a little ahead of ourselves, and then we'll double back to the wild card round for the NFC. Um, how do you see these? How do you see the Titans or Ravens game going out with Baltimore being the one home and having played? I think for about two and a half weeks when that when that game comes. Um. I've never really been a big like critic about layoff like like layoffs like teams. Actually, I'm I'm been, I'm a person that believes in if if a team like the Ravens who've been playing so good all season, they they probably got guys you know, like injured, banged up, bruised up. This little time off ain't gonna do nothing but you know keep them fresh. I don't really think that they're gonna be rusty. They might have a little a little early playoff. Uh, I don't want to say jitters, but nerves. I don't want to say nerves either. They might have a might come out a little too. It's gonna be a hype. It's gonna be too hype, and you know, yeah. Early it's, a, it's a it's a they're the number they're one home. seed home game. So. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna come out there super hype. They might make a few mistakes, but I th- I think what'll determine that game is can the Tennessee Titans score points. Because tonight, I'm gonna I'm going to say it here. You can quote me on it. If the Tennessee Titans only score 14 points, I don't really count that pick six. That's that, the end that of the game. Count. Yeah, that don't count. I'm I'm talking about the other two to three quarters where there were no points scored for real. If the Tennessee Titans come out there and only score 14 points, they will lose by 20 plus. <laughs> because this is the thing. It doesn't get any easier. The Patriots defense is probably the best they played. It just so happened the Patriots, the offense, Patriots offense let them up. down. Exactly. <laughs> now, there's another juggernaut in, in the AFC on defense, and it's the Ravens with Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey, Errol Thomas, Jimmy Smith. You know what I mean? Matthew Judah, them guys, they balling. So now, you know, hey, it's a different it's a this a different beast. Yeah, you might let's say let's say, you know, they stop y'all on defense. I mean on offense. Can your defense really slow Lamar down? Lamar ain't Tom Brady, of course, but I mean, we're gonna be real. I don't think I mean it's a different dynamic guard, Lamar Jackson. He got guys. He got two tight ends that's very good. He got some speedy receivers and Sneed and Hollywood Brown. He got uh, Mark Ingram playing, probably playing some of the best football of his life. His O line up front is is just Andrews impeccable. Is very good at tight ends. Oh uh, so, man, like, uh, impeccable. Baltimore and Lamar is so scary. Yeah, yeah. The only team I honestly had beating the Baltimore Ravens. 
lost today in the first round. So now I don't see. You know what? Let me backtrack that. I'm not going to say that because I never, you never, you never know what the Kansas City Chiefs are going to do because I'm a Philadelphia Eagle man. I love Andy Reid to death, my favorite coach. I love uh, Coach Peterson. But Andy Reid will always have a place in my heart, and then you just can never, ever, ever count out Andy Reid. Well, they have a tough, like, Houston played extremely good the second half. They did. Against Buffalo. And Buffalo's defense is very good. Very good. So I think uh, the only thing I can say, man, is, is as far as the Chiefs, it, their defense is suspect, but I feel like they can score with the best of them. At the same time, damn Texans are the team that can – the number one team that looks great one week and absolutely trash the next week. That's the test for them. Can they be cons- <laughs> can they be consistent? Can they consistently stack good wins? If they can do that, then they'll be okay. But man, who who do they play? The Chiefs. They see the Chiefs at Kansas see, City. See, and this is that's a that's a that's a man because the Texas defense, their secondary is is you know it's pretty good. A couple of Buckeyes out there. They got Conley. They got Roby. JJ Watt coming back to them. JJ Watt the came back. He is. he played a he played a very <laughs> very very good game. He's not human, but yeah, he's not human. You know, but I, I man, I just I don't know. It's gonna be hard for the Texans, man. They don't they don't really their defense is good. Well, the but thing they, they, is, is the Texans. You guys can't go the two quarters not being able to score with Kansas yeah. City. And if there's one thing I think that hurts the Texans is they're big play prone. They give up a lot of – they give up big plays at the wrong time. And see, the Buffalo Bills, they're a good team, defense, offense, but their offense isn't built to really take advantage of the mistakes like the Kansas City Chiefs offense is. Let's say, you know, a couple mistakes in coverage. Let's say – you know, busted coverage happens. You know, the the, the 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 Bills, they don't really have anybody that can just, if you make a mistake, that'll just blow the top off your defense. I mean, John Brown's kind of, he's pretty fast, but he's not Tyree Hill. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. They don't, really, they, they don't really have a guy who, like, a guy like Travis Kelsey on their team that can just dominate, like, five yards here, six yards here. He's so big, so strong, great hands, you know. He going across the middle. He run all the routes. You know they don't really have nobody like that. So it's gonna be interesting to see how the Texans defense. If they can stop the Chiefs, they have a chance because the Chiefs defense is garbage. If they if they can keep the game close like they did with Buffalo, and they have a stay chance. stay close, stay close, they have a chance. But if they, they down stop it, yeah. sixteen nothing like they were against Buffalo, it's over. It's, it's not damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they gonna get. They gonna. They gonna run them. They gonna run them out the arena. Cause I don't. Cause I don't think the the Texans can. It can get. If that offense for the Chiefs is rolling, I don't think the Texans can get two stops back to back against them. Much less one. I don't think they can get two stops back to back. I think that. I think if if they get down fourteen zero, it's over. I think it's over. I think the Chiefs are gonna run away with it. If I had to pick a score for that game, I think it's gonna be like. 
35-14 Kansas City. I don't really see the Texans really. I don't really because, and then at the same time, you know, the 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 Texans offensive line isn't that good because Deshaun Watson almost got hit a lot tonight. He did get hit a few times tonight, you know. So I think it's gonna be a a twenty-seven twenty with Kansas City winning. Um. I think I think just Kansas City being home is going to help, you know, solidify this win. But I am would not be surprised if Houston somehow sneaks a victory out of this. You can never count out the Sean Watson. Um, the Ravens game. That's what. Good luck. That, that's yeah. really all I can really say for that. Because if Lamar is still playing the way he was before the rest that he got, good luck. Whatever. (laughs) You know. It's going to be interesting. What I say is is the Ravens, they bring a a new dynamic to the the field. And it's just, it's so hard to stop Lamar Jackson, man. Because he's so fast and they they play such a very sound offense. His offensive line is good. He has two tight ends that's can, you can argue both all pro. Is I just don't I don't it'll it'll shock me if the Titans win today. Yeah. I knew they could be. I knew they could beat the Patriots. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, yeah, I get. Yeah, I gave them a, yeah. a solid chance I, to beat the Patriots. Yeah, I knew they could beat the Patriots next week. But I mean, next week, yeah. though, I, you're gonna have to shock next, me <laughs> yeah, next week. And this is the thing: Ryan Tannehill did not throw a touchdown. Nor did he throw a four hundred. He didn't. He didn't even throw four hundred yards today. He that can't, can't do that, that to beat Baltimore. Yeah, that ain't going. That's not going to win a game against the Ravens. I don't really see unless they come out a whole new team next week. I don't see it happening. To be honest with you, I just don't see it happening unless they show me something different. I mean, yeah, they run game. Yeah, Derrick Henry I mean, played amazing. Yeah, but it's just. The Ravens' defense is a little bit. I mean, I think the Ravens have a better run than the Pats. The Pats have a better pass coverage, so that's why the Patriots weren't able to really stop Derrick Henry. But the Ravens, I think they're built to stop the run, but they really struggle in the pass because Marcus Peters is good. Marcus Peters is a zone guy. He gets he gives up big plays to Humphreys is playing pretty good, so who knows. I think they're going to have Earl Thomas in the box a lot, so he's not going to really be out there. So it's going to be a lot of one-on-one. If it's like that, I don't. I, it's going to be, can A.J. Brown beat Marcus Peters? Because he couldn't really beat Stephon Gilmore tonight, but they won. Can he beat Marcus Peters? Uh, the, you know, is that's what the matchup's going to come down to. I don't think they're going to throw it too much against Humphrey. I think they're going to mostly attack Marcus Peters because, you know, He's more liable to give up big plays. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah we're going to see. Now. It's going to be interesting. NFC wild card. Both our teams are playing. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. You guys have a way better chance to win than we do. I mean, man, we play in Seattle and Seattle. No, you, uh, you guys are home. 
I thought we were, no, I thought we were on the road. No, you're home. Oh, I'm looking at it now. We are home. <laughs> um, do I want to? I mean, the the one thing I can I can say about my team that I uh, that I think gives us a chance is uh, we don't really have any stars, but we do have a bunch of guys. Nelson that, Aguilar isn't a star. No, nah, not at all. But he's a good player. When he ain't <laughs> dropping passes, but uh, we have a bunch of guys that are hungry. You know, we got guys like our Take a White Side practice guy, uh, Greg Ward is a guy who played quarterback in Houston, and you know they made him switch his position, and he didn't even it didn't look like he had a foreseeable NFL future. But he's been one of the most bright spots uh, spots on the team. You know, we got Miles Sanders been stepping up. Uh, uh, man, Boston Scott stepping up. Zach Ertz, I love him. My favorite person on that team. Uh, he's playing Sunday, I, I, even with the rib injury. So, I mean, I feel like I think what puts us over teams is that we really believe in ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, we really believe we, really believe we can beat these teams. And I feel like the Seahawks, they've taken some bad losses. I mean, I know they've had a great season, but, I mean, I think we can do it. I mean, the Seahawks defense isn't that great. They're decent, but they're not, they're not elite like that. I mean, Bobby Wagner is elite. But, I mean, who else? You got Clowney. But what about the, what about their secondary? I think their secondary hurts just like You know what I mean? But, yeah, Seattle, I mean, I like Seattle has uh, – has- Kind of the same issue that Houston got is that like they'll have they'll look amazing like one one or two weeks and then, and then they look yeah they look bad it looks bad so I think what I think you know what I really think gives us the edge and I think a lot of people know us credit for it I think Doug Peterson is such a great coach I think uh, when it comes down to it. I feel like Doug Peterson will outcoach Pete Carroll. If we win, it'll be because of our coaching. The players, of course, but I feel like Doug Peterson, he he I think this is something that he really looks forward to. To be counted out. You know what I mean? To be in this position where we look like we don't have a chance to win. That way he can draw up all these plays to beat defense, beat other teams. So I, said, I, I feel like we got a good shot. I like our chance, especially now that I see we at home. I really like now that I see we at home. Get the Philly crowd behind us. You know, I think we got this. You know, I got, I got faith in us. I picked y'all to win, so I hope y'all win. I, think I got faith. And then it's a good chance that you guys do win on this. Um, just got to stay focused. Remember, you're home, so... Shit Chris kick. Carson isn't. Chris Carson is hurt too, so that's a big. Yeah. Thing. They got Marshawn Lynch back, but I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm gonna keep it short and simple for my for my team. Kirk Cousins has to win <laughs> the game, but he can also lose us the game. Very simple. It's a very simple concept to this. Um. 
I understand the defense has a tough assignment of slowing down Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, and Kamara. I get it, you know. But at the same time, if we can't score points on the other end when we're on offense, it doesn't matter what the defense isn't doing. You know what's so crazy? I'm going to go a different route. I don't even think it's about Kirk Cousins, though. I think it's more Dalvin Cook. Because the Saints run defense isn't that big. They got they, – they defense as a whole is good. They run defenses. So it's, it's, you know, it's decent. I feel like if Dalvin Cook can have a decent day, it'll take a lot of the pressure off of Kirk Cousins. That way, Kirk Cousins – because, see, if, they, if the run game isn't working and they stack the box, now you're forcing Kirk Cousins to make quick decisions on a, a Saints secondary that's very good. You know what I mean? So, like, if, if the run game is working, they can't stack the box, less pressure. You can let stuff, you can let Kirk Cousins sit back there for a little while. Then you can let, like, Thielen and Diggs really, you know, work and get open for him. I feel like, it, I think the game is going to come down to Cook. Dalvin Cook, he doesn't even have to have a big game, but he does have to have a productive game for him to beat the Saints. The Saints can be beat, but... It looks. I know it looks crazy because their offense is amazing, but I, I think mean, we beat them last year. I think the the Saints. I mean, I think the the Vikings have one person. I think this person on defense, very key to beating the Saints, and I think it's Xavier Rhodes. A lot of times, Michael Thomas, he's amazing. You know, uh, strong, great feet, not too fast, real technically, technically savvy. I think Xavier Rhodes is the, the perfect corner for that matchup because he can't really bully Xavier Rhodes. I think Xavier Rhodes might even Xavier Rhodes technique. So I'm interested to see that matchup. I'm interested to see uh, who – I feel like that matchup will determine a big part of the outcome of that game. You know – so Rhodes, Rhodes, Xavier is going to have to have the game in his career to really keep Michael Thomas at bay as best as he best as he can. As long as he can minimize. See, see it's, it's, it's hard because Michael Thomas is hit you 15, 20-yard play every single time. He has a lot of four-yard play catches that turn in an eight-yard, 10-yard reception, 10-yard yeah. gains. You know what I mean? So like as long as as long as he can keep Michael Thomas in front of him, you know, keep him in front of him, stay attached to him. Don't let Drew Brees hit him with the quick slants that he'd be taking for like twelve yards because he break tackles. As long as they can do that, they'll be okay. The Vikings can win. I got I think they can do it. It's gonna it's it's gonna be difficult. But I think they can do it. Yeah. It's it, I I know we beat the the Saints last year, but it was just because Homie tried to hit stick digs and missed completely. Right. Um, but I, I don't know. I hope the Vikings can at least get this win. You know, I want Kirk Cousins to finally get rid of the stigma that he can't win big game. You know, right. he's gonna have to show me. That he can do this and win big game. 
because then I can start the narrative of, all right, yeah, that's that's my quarterback, you know? Depending on how this game goes, it might be quarterback. And I know a quarterback that might be leaving the Saints that, that used to play for Minnesota that could rip the Vikings out. So just throwing that out there. Yeah. You know. So I I understand it's going to be hard to trade Kirk at the end of the season if this don't work out. And I understand it's going to be hard to release him because of his contract. But we got the pieces. We're Cook, Thielen, Diggs, and Rudolph. Let's not waste time by just trying to make Kirk work if this doesn't work work out. So, it's gonna be an interesting game. It's, I'm, I'm, it's gonna be interesting. I think they got a chance to win. If they win, it's gonna be like I said. I think the running game got to be going to slow down, Michael. He can, if he can slow down Michael Thomas, they'll be fine. They'll be fine if he slow down Michael. Yeah, so basically if we go with the scenario that both our teams win, the Vikings would play the 49ers and the Eagles would play the Packers. Play the Packers. So. Boy, boy, boy. Uh, I... I'll, gonna be real honest like I was with the with this with the Saints game. I don't know if there's a way that the Vikings can beat the 49ers in San Fran. That's and <laughs> the only reason why I say it, I don't think that y'all can beat them is because they are top to bottom really signed. The D line, the line, the corner. Like they're just a very, very Offense and defense, they have a lot of speed on offense. They got a lot of, they got a lot of sound, hungry guys on D. Honestly, to be real with you, man, play the Forty Nine. Even if we pack, we probably won't beat the Forty Nine. <laughs> so, I, I think it's gonna be the Ravens. If 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 y'all beat the Saints, I think it's gonna be the Ravens and the Forty Nine. But if the Saints beat y'all. I think it's gonna be the Saints in the Forty in the Ravens Super Bowl. I just, I just, yeah. I, think I feel that, like the, I think that's 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 fair. It's it's the Ravens, pretty much, unless Kansas City beats them, you know, and it's the Forty ers or the Saints on the other side. Yeah, it's just like four. I just feel like if it comes down, to us, oh, excuse me. It's a little late, my bad. I feel like if it comes down to Drew Brees, I'm going to pick Drew Brees. You know, uh, I feel like this is, I feel like this is the, this is the year for Drew Brees. You know, and I feel like what better way to culminate the whole season, the, the records he's broken, to being snubbed from the all-time QB list. You know what I mean? And then he goes out and goes, well, I think this would – do I think he'll win against Ravens between the two teams because so much. Like, Drew Brees is, like, my favorite back. I, I really just – I don't know who would win, but 
So if I had to give a prediction, if the Eagles lose, the Vikings lose, I'm going to pick the Saints versus the Ravens. And I'm not going to give a score. Because I, I, I just... I, I, I just... Know. I'm going to leave that Yeah, way. I don't even... I'm going to leave... I just... And the reason I picked the... Like, I picked the Saints over the night. Yeah, so great. But I feel like the Saints are just as good. Defense, they're very solid. They're, they're, they're pretty good. They're very good. And I think they match up very well with the because the Niners defense has a problem with stopping uh what's my man's name? Uh Taysom Hill. I don't know. Oh, yeah. They had a problem. They had a problem. And then on top of that, you gotta work. And it's just, you know what? Let's backtrack. Bump everything. The reason why I think the Saints will beat the 49ers is strictly because I have that much faith in Sean Payton's play caller. I think Sean Payton is one of the most great coach. He, 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 the way he draws things up is amazing. I, I feel like when it comes down to the battle of the coach, I think that's what will beat the 49 ers for the Saints. Yeah, it's going to be interesting going forward. And as the playoffs progress, you know, we'll definitely come back to it to see if we're we're right in our predictions or just analyze the matchups to going forward. Um, it's going to be interesting, though. I think it it's kind of wide open still. I mean, but there are clear favorites on e- on both sides as far as making it all the way. Exactly. It's just seeing how everything progresses forward going forward. So just the final remarks for the episode we're getting down to the end here. Pobo Probo trash. Vote Derrick yeah. Rose and Mello to the All Star game and good luck to the Vikings. <laughs> against the lust. The love the both of Yeah. Uh, final remarks. Uh, as far as the Pro Bowl, I'll second what you said. I think that they need to make changes, switch, change the date of it. I think that the, I think the the game will be more exciting if they change the date because it'll probably make the it probably actually because man, it, it, they really be out there playing touch football. That's not. They might as well just take the pads off and just play flag. Football. Yeah, play flag football or something. Yeah. Seven on seven, you know, some, but what they're doing right now is, but I definitely need to change the date about that. And first, the NBA All Star weekend, uh, I think they should make changes also. I mean, yeah, the dunk contest is, 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 is like historic. They probably won't never get rid of it, but I think to it. Because it's getting to the point where a lot of people don't be caring to watch the other stuff. They really just be trying to three-point competition. They'll probably take a little bit of the dunk contest out. And even with the NBA All-Star game, I mean, it's cool. But they they should – maybe if they give it more incentives, the players will play hard. Or maybe they should just switch the All-Star game to the end of the NBA season also. And that'll probably make them, you know, go off. I mean – who knows? We'll see. Uh, 
hopefully they make changes to them, fix them up a little bit, because it's starting to get kind of dull and repetitive sport. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Um, this is going to be the end of the, the first episode of the new year. Going forward, episode four. Just want to say thank you to everybody from the support, all the support from the last three episodes ever since we started this. Um, I'm going to keep going forward uh, with the episodes, keep bringing y'all different topics that range from any any different kind of stuff. Um, And we appreciate the support going forward, staying with us on this road. It's a long road. It's feel free to, if, if you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, feel free to message us. Let us know topics you might want to hear us talk about. You know, we can shout y'all out and we can even talk about maybe topics, you know, tell, you know, friends about us, you know, help us out. Because at the end of the day, you know, yeah, we you know, I hope everybody, you know, have a blessed 2020 and like my brother said, just keep supporting us. We can act. Thank y'all for everything. Yeah, everybody stay safe.